Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League, a podcast where we give our non-expert expert opinions on anything and everything. This week, come join us for the funeral for the Bears offense. They suck. I originally, last night, I was going to text you guys and said I, I wasn't even going to talk about the Bears today. I was that upset. Um, Kayla was smart enough to get away from me while watching that game. I, I, lo- I lost it a couple of times. She wouldn't read her book. I was slamming the table. I, 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 I It was bad. I got bad over here. Um, but, yeah, so we'll, we'll talk Bears. We'll talk Chicago sports. Uh, Cubs have stuff. Sox have stuff. Time out. We're going to talk about the holidays. We got some flavors to follow the holidays. And then for uh, the rank, we are going to do – underrated instead of overrated foods because everyone seemed to like that last week including us so that's good so without any further ado let's get right to it let's take it from the uh from the tippy top there Budget presents Beer League. Okay, guys, welcome back. Uh, how is everyone doing? I'm doing well, Joe. How are you doing? <laughs> I was gonna say who went first. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I guess I normally do say who goes first. Um, I'm doing. A ring later. I'm doing. I. I Last night pissed me off so goddamn much. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a very somber I, mood right now. I'm not. I'm not getting into this right now. I can't. I can't, or I'm gonna walk away. Um, but I'll tell you about my weekend. My weekend was fine. What did I do Friday? I didn't do anything Friday. Saturday didn't do anything. I've been. So I got. Oh, I got my COVID test back. And. Uh, negative. Good. Figured if That's you were positive. positive, you would have told us, but that, that is good. <laughs> no news um, is good I, news. I got it a full seven days after I took the test. Uh, the reason we're still doing it is I'm going to see my family because it is my birthday, my brother's birthday, and our like, we have so many birthdays in November that we're getting together and everyone's been quarantining for two weeks. So I thought it would, I'd hold up my end of the bargain and do one more virtual podcast. So, we got that going. Uh, yeah, I didn't do much. I watched a lot of football on Saturday. Watched Nick's hit his pick again. Um, I mean, the man's unstoppable. So that was a good part. Uh, Johnny, how you doing? You got a mustache nowadays? I can't see it, but. I guess not. <laughs> Can you see it or not? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm on my phone, so you're like a real time square. Uh, no, it's just. No, I'm just looking. I mean, I don't shave. I don't really pay attention to it. I don't leave the house, so. Um, <laughs> but my weekend, I'll tell you all about that, was pretty fun, actually. I went to Top Golf on Friday. Um, I kicked everyone's asses. Uh, granted, I did go with my roommates who don't play golf and all our <laughs> girlfriends, but it was a lot of fun. Probably the last time we're going to be going out for a while, which sucks, but uh, made it that much more uh, more fun, I guess. <laughs> And also, I had Dickie's Barbecue Pit, which was absolutely phenomenal. It was so delicious. Yeah. Especially after you showed me that picture beer of that uh, Boston butt. I, I was craving nothing else, uh, so I went to that. Where is that? Uh, it was awesome. I've never heard of it. I think it's like a chain, but the one I went up to was in Pleasant Prairie in Wisconsin. Oh, wow. You had to go across What'd the border. <clears throat> Got the ribs, the brisket, and the pulled pork. Oh, three, oh, yeah, three meat plate. Wow. wow I couldn't leave nice. the place without trying it all. Three meat plate. I love that they allow that. That's just a normal thing there. Three meats? Like, yeah, yeah. of course. The guy was so nice. He was, like, giving us... He was letting us try everything before we even ordered, and I was like, all right, perfect. I'm still going to have everything, though. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That sounds It was amazing. cool. No, it was, it was a good uh, weekend. Let's go. 
<clears throat> let's head over to the man of the hour and Nick first up injury report. Uh, I, th- I think we can officially stop doing the weekly injury report. <laughs> well, but, real quick. Are you injured? No, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm healthy. If I, if I stop doing it, you're going to get injured. So if anything, I got to check in with you midweek. Maybe, but I, I, the first few weeks I was like, yeah, of course doing a weekly injury report makes sense. Now I'm like, shit, I'm not that old, you know? So I'm I good. don't think it's your oldness. Uh, Kevin White was 23 years old and he was Mr. Glass, so I don't think it has to do with age. You keep comparing me to Kevin White, and I hate that. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that's like the third time. So, yeah, I'm I'm officially saying this is the last week of the injury report. I'm healthy. I'm back to working out multiple times a week, doing multiple things, running, rock climbing, all that stuff, and I'm good. So, um, yeah, 29 years old, but still, still kicking. Um, is a stallion. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly what they said about Kevin White. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Exactly. Um, I'm doing well. I didn't do much this weekend. Um, watched some football, obviously. Um, binged uh, the show The Queen's Gambit on Netflix. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. have heard of it. Um, it's blowing up right no. now. Fantastic show. Yeah. Highly recommend it. Uh, <laughs> great acting. Great story. Great. Um, costumes and set designs because it's set in the 60s um about a female uh, like a young girl who becomes like a chess phenom and so now i'm like super into chess so now i'm like i've got like the chess app on did my you phone finish it this everything. weekend yeah, yeah i did yeah same i assume i assume it explains what queen's gambit is isn't that the move where it's like you put your pawn in front of the queen yeah it's just like, like freeze it up yeah it's like an opening move where yeah the, the pawn that's in front of your queen you move that so but there's a whole so there's yeah. a whole big thing around the actual Queen's Gambit. I don't know what it is, but so that girl. I don't know if you guys have seen Peaky Blinders, but uh, the main character. I don't know the actress's name, <clears throat> but she's in Peaky Blinders, and like the entire time I watch that show, I can't tell if I'm like attracted to her or not. She like kind of looks she? like a mouse. She she's got a unique face for sure. Um... Uh, but she she's got like the Anna Kendrick where it's like you kind of look like a mouse, but like it's not ugly. Know. Yeah, it's in a good looking way. Uh, yeah, it's not bad. It's just it's unique. Yeah, I or thought eccentric? she looked. I thought she looked really good in Queen's Gambit because she had red hair um, and was dressed really well and everything. So I I'm a fan. Okay, two thumbs up. Also, her character in uh, Peaky Blinders is pretty good so like i didn't know if that was you know blindsiding me like oh yeah have, has anyone seen peaky blinders because if you haven't i would highly recommend it i have not oh super good it's like sopranos but old-timey and irish heard it's really hard to under like you have to watch it with subtitles because it's so hard to understand every- what everybody's saying I would recommend doing that at least for the first season. <laughs> I I like a lot of uh, British TV shows. I've watched a lot in my life. I don't know if you guys have ever seen The Inbetweeners. Um, that is an unreal show. It is just three seasons, six episodes a season with two movies. It is hilarious. It's just about three high school kids in Britain. I would highly recommend it. It's super funny. But that's another show where you like you need some subtitles because sometimes you're like, that wasn't a word. <laughs> that wasn't uh, American. <laughs> no, not even that. Well, they also speak English, but I'm saying like, it's not like words. It's thick. Yeah, it's just like, a thick, so, thick accent. Yeah. Especially when like in the in-betweeners and Peaky Blinders do this, where they talk in a lot of slang. And so it's like some of the slang, I'm like, what? Like what? Some of the slang is like grunts. I'm like, how am I supposed to know what that means? <laughs> it sounds like someone made like a cough. I just think of like John Morrison. <laughs> Whenever you talk about Peaky Blinders, and he, I mean, he's got that accent down. Yeah. If you ever see the movie Peaky Snatch, oh, yeah. movie Snatch has uh, Brad Pitt as the. Oh, uh, that's yes. a good one. Yeah. So that's that's what I imagine. The really thick accent where he's the gypsy. The gypsy boxer. Yes. And he kids, he's like, you like dags? And you're like, what? You like dags? Dags. Dags. dags? 
Thanks. I love how even like the Brit- no. <laughs> That's what I said. Thanks. I love how even the British people in that movie like can't understand what he's saying. Like they're just like, yeah, like I can't believe he's speaking English. It's great. Okay, if you if you've seen that movie, the gypsies in Peaky Blinders talk identical to that. So you know exactly what I'm talking oh, that's about. Dope. Like, they speak so much like that, where they have like their own language within their language. It's so yeah. So if you guys have seen that movie, you're you might I would still recommend subtitles because you it's like where you have to like lean in to listen. You're like not even yeah. watching because you kind of like close your eyes to hear it. Um well that's good. I'm trying to think, man. No. Yeah, you couldn't pull up a picture of that girl, Johnny? I want to know her name. Uh, one second while I reconnect to uh, Wi-Fi. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, well, we'll move on. Before we get to the funeral, um, I'd like to talk about the Cubs. So today, Theo officially stepped down. Um, I think the Cubs fans had a feeling that we weren't going to re-sign them. Um, so I wasn't too surprised by this. I think, I think that it's run its course with him. I do like Theo Epstein. I will be ever grateful for what he's done for the Cubs with winning us a world series, bringing us to a couple of pennants, uh, building a good roster. It's just the thing with Madden where they excel so much with young inexperienced ball club. Yeah. And I I mean, I am a Cubs fan, so I'm, I might be overstating this, but I think we have enough veterans on the team. We have had a little bit more success than normal. So we're not at that level. And so I don't know. I'm okay with him leaving. Um, we'll see what happens. I know that we have someone in place as the GM for at the moment. Um, there hasn't been talks if we would shop it or not. But I'm not I'm not crushed by it. I'm okay with it. Yeah. It's because he's helped us already or he's done so much for the organization already that like he even said he's gonna take a full year off of baseball. Yeah. So like you deserve it. What you did with the Red Sox, what you did with the Cubs, both like two like cursed teams, super young. So I'm okay with it. He achieved the big goal too, uh, which was I mean when he when he came in there in 2011, he said, in five years, we're going to have a championship. That's the plan. Mm-hmm. And he did it. Fifth year was 2016. So that, that was pretty remarkable, pretty amazing to see. Like you, Joe, I'm forever forever grateful to him for uh, uh, bringing us the championship and putting that all together. I mean, it wouldn't have happened without him. But um, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's really tough to enjoy sustained success or to win multiple championships in any major sport particularly in baseball. Um, and it is a little, I am a little bit disappointed that they couldn't do more, that they couldn't go back to another world series, that they couldn't win another championship, that the window is closing. And frankly, that the um, uh, farm system that he's leaving is pretty trash. Like they really haven't produced a lot of good young talent, particularly good young pitching in the last few seasons. So happy for him he's a great guy we'll always be thankful for 2016 but you know just couldn't really hit the sustained success so i think it's you know probably wise that they part ways with him at this point so i was gonna ask like it kind of feels like he left after he kind of went for broke and then doesn't want to see through it through the rebuild or was the writing on the wall what was what's going on do you would you have kept theo like is this kind of like a surprise so I personally had a feeling it's because his style of GMing, he did it with the Red Sox, then he did it with the Cubs. He did like the exact same game plan. He came into a cursed organization with like some like big public curses. Like we had the GOAT, uh, Red Sox had the curse of the Great Bambino. He goes in there with kind of like shells of teams, but with a big name behind them, like the Boston Red Sox, the Chicago Cubs. And what he does is he does a lot of like radical moves, like trading for Rizzo, when people didn't know how that was going to go, obviously it worked out well. When you're a GM for a team for as long as he has been for both teams, you're bound to, you know, make a drastic change or a drastic trade or a pickup 
that doesn't quite go your way. And sadly, as a fan, it's, you know, what have you done for me lately? And it's, I think after this postseason, uh, we won the NL Central. We go in there and we get swept. We put up one run, one run in two games. And that's just sad. And I, I don't think the hitting slumps go on the GM at all. But I think it's just, you need to put a spark in this team. And I think they already did it with the manager. So what's another thing to do it? It's like the Bears switching the play calling. They needed like a spark. They needed like, they like new energy or something like that to, you know, like, I don't really know how, if I'm explaining it well, but that's like what I think. I I think too, it's like they basically, the roster that they had in the 2015, 2016 playoffs when they did really well, when they met and exceeded expectations those years, the roster itself really hasn't changed since then. Beautiful group. Um, sorry, I'm recording in, but yeah, um, we got off on talking about, What's her name? Anya Taylor Joy. Um, oh yes. Um, but yeah, it, I mean the the roster really hasn't significantly changed in the in the past few years. I mean he made some good draft picks. He had a good free agent signing and getting John Lester and getting a couple of other um, things. But you know he had to mortgage the future uh, in order uh, in a lot of ways in order to get the 2016 championship, which I don't blame him for. We won a championship, but now that it's been five years and we still can't really produce reproduce that, it's just like well. Thanks, but see you later. Yeah, it's like we both said, though. You can't be mad at him. He he brought us a championship. We've been to three pennants. I mean, I, as a fan, I'm happy. Look. I have no ill will, even though we underperformed the last couple of years. Um, I wish him the best. I think he'll take a year off, and then I'll think he'll do it again with another team. He's going to go to another young team. We'll rebuild. He, he's going to do Theo Epstein shit. Like that's what he's. What does that do. mean? Yeah. What does that mean for the Cubs? Though I guess moving forward. So I think what we really need to do is we have to. We haven't been the team in a long time to actually go out and get a big free agent signing. Yeah. We have done it through trades. Um. Or like when we let Dexter Fowler go and we brought in Hayward which I do like Hayward. Um, but we, we need like, cause we're, we still have the same core. Still have Javi, still have Rizzo. Bryant is most likely going to stick around, even though I'm totally fine with trading him. Um, so I think, I think that would be a big thing. Cause you always hear the rumors of like, Oh, maybe Machado is going to come or maybe Harper. And it's like, no, dude, they don't come to Chicago. So I think that's something that we need to do. And maybe, I don't even know who we're looking at for GM. I mean, it happened today. So I think uh, Jed Hoyer is going to more or less take over his. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, well, Jed I know Hoyer. he's taken over now, but I, I did see that they thought they might shop around. We'll yeah. see if that's true. I think you kind of have to say that. I think, I think, well, technically Jed was the GM and Theo was president of baseball operations. So now it's like Jed's taking his position yeah. and then he'll probably have somebody else as like a GM under him, but it'll be kind of his show. So I don't yeah. know. We'll see. Beer. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, like, yeah, it's day one. Yeah. Beer. I'm curious what your like Southsider perspective is on, uh, on him. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he got you the world series. So like, it's the same sentiment you guys had with Joe Madden. It's yeah. like, yeah, like we're hey, it's time it's come. You know, he made more wrong moves than right moves as of late. And like the pitching, I remember like the pitching moves, like you guys just ripping your hair out at your relief pitchers that you would bring in. <laughs> and like just like like that's what we saw and it was su- it kind of sucked cuz it was like your prime. You had such awesome bats and we couldn't couldn't lock down the end. So, I mean, it's a bummer seeing him leave. I I was t- I was surprised when I saw it. I did not expect him to leave just because he won you the world series but yeah that was four years ago so um, cubs also do really like to be the people that like leave someone too early than too late they like love that yeah yeah i mean i don't i don't blame them is it right i feel like it was a or like well i guess it wasn't really them that made the move it's kind of like theo that made the move so yeah so but we'll see i mean if if Jed Hoyer kind of like continues what he was doing, 
I, I feel like it should be a pretty easy transition. I don't know if they'll like rip and replace everybody. I think it'll be like continue what you're doing. Yeah, he's been his right hand man, so I don't think it's gonna be too much of a shakeup. Yeah, I, I don't see like we're getting a completely new guy outside of the organization that's looking to clean house. I think he's looking to build within, remodel, if you will. <laughs> um, all right, fuck it. It's time. I can't push it off any longer. Let's talk there. Fuck. Um, uh, oh, man. Bury him. So I did Can say we... we would do a Viking funeral for the entire team. I think it is fair to say the defense alive, kicking, pillaging villages and shit. I'm only <laughs> burning and funeral the offense. I wanted to. I want to mirror that as well. Like for this to be the game that like brought us back to 500, we were five and one brought back down to earth. Remember when everyone thought we were overrated? Well, I guess they were right. Like, <laughs> like for this, you know, to, for this to happen, you know, and our defense to go out and to play the way they did. I was like, so impressed. I felt like they was, it was their last gasp of like trying to yeah. hold on. That second half yesterday was excruciating. That was excruciatingly bad football. I don't know what it is now. If it's not Nagy, it's not his play calls. It's got to be his offensive plays. Then, it's the right? players. I don't. It might be the offensive players. I don't. I don't even know. I feel like our. I feel like our players on offense are very talented. I, I just it doesn't make sense. Not right at now. the quarterback position. Our quarterbacks suck, dude. Honestly, the craziest part about this. As much as I wanted Mitch gone, I didn't want Nick Foles. I said it on this podcast, as soon as we drafted him, I was livid. I was fucking pissed. I didn't understand what it did. And here's exactly what's happening. Nick Foles is in there. He can't move to save his life. When he rushed for those two yards, it felt like he was running the 40. But he was just so slow. And I felt bad for him. But he's missing passes. He missed Jimmy Graham for that touchdown. We got nothing in the red zone. Anytime we look like we got life, we get in the red zone and it's like immediately like third. Mm -hmm. It sucks. And the fact that before garbage time, really we went punt, 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 punt. One of the drives we had minus five yards. The uh, two of them, we had three yards. That's like the most pathetic thing to do on such a beat up bad defense, which sucks. Because if we really cannot play against the 29th ranked defense in the fucking league with their starting four, four quarterbacks out, four. We had 150 yards of offense with four corners out. So that's so not, not, up. A, not a couple, that's not so one or two, up. four. Yeah. All of them. It, 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 what's most frustrating too is if the offense was just like half competent like if they were just good at like one thing like we're really good at running the ball or we're really good at throwing the deep ball and getting big plays or something like that anything then we don't have anything to fall back yeah, yeah. then maybe we, we would no have a shot right. like like yeah like uh every i mean i looked back at the, the scores of the past of every game and the defense hasn't given up i mean the most points they gave up what i think was 27 to the the falcons Every other time, it's been like in the 20 to 25 range. And it's like, man, we can't get like three touchdowns. We have to rely on a 105-yard kick return from Cordero. I don't know. It, it is putting so much like unreal pressure on the defense and special teams. What did our defense do last night? Two takeaways and a fucking kick return. Yeah. What else can you ask? And we still for, lost man? by six. <laughs> we held Delvin Cook to three yards of carry. Yeah. Like. And then Hunter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Never mind. There's nothing else we can do, man. It's our defense plays their ass off. And they're so good. There is one thing that you saw last night. Hakeem Hicks is such a big part of that line. Yeah. And Eddie Goldman not playing this year, too. That probably yeah. also contributed for him to be out as well as Akeem Hicks to go out and then to have two backup interior linemen going, even though Brent Urban was balling <laughs> yesterday, like yeah, still like you saw the interior start to get moved. So, but, but you, Roquan Smith though. Oh, he's a stud. Love that he's guy. Oh my God. Whoever had him for their defensive MVP. Shout out. to you. I forgot who said it out of us. 
I know I had a him or Hicks. him or Kyle Fuller. I think Akeem Hicks Fuller, too. But Fuller broke up uh, broke up a touchdown yeah. throw yesterday. That was unbelievable. Like on that, I remember that. So that was really good. Let's um, go over how how shitty this is though for such a great defense. We get that fucking fumble, Kyle Rudolph fumble on the first drive. Two plays later, we give the ball back. Like, dude, like, there's nothing much, much more to say, like, about Bears football this season on offense than that. Pass should have been caught, too. I, the, we give, uh, you know, the offensive line and the quarterbacking a lot of shit, but there's been a lot of drop passes or tip passes. I mean, that was one that... Anthony Miller, that, yeah, Anthony Miller has been dropping a lot. Yeah, that was one that should have been caught. And then he, you, had, he had another one that could have gone for a touchdown that probably should have been caught. It was maybe a little bit overthrown, but he probably still like it. I feel like we're always just like one, like half an inch away from like the big play or like the one thing we need to potentially pull out a win. And we just can't do it. But dude, we had some clean pockets last night though. There was a, there was a couple of times, a handful of times where folks had a clean pocket was missing people, tip balls where it's, yeah, it's hard when our, pocket collapses and our offensive line isn't doing well. But there was some time last night that he had time and he just missed people. What, what's the injury report on him? Is he going to be back next week or are we going to be day to day, day to day? That's so. what they said. They thought it was worse than they, that it actually turned out. So hopefully I'm like, I was basically saying like, we're going to go back to Jimmy Clausen, yes. like 2016, <laughs> like bring back pickles, man. Or, or like Matt Barkley, like, Bring those guys back in here and just like yes, I, I, that offense is better than than what we're watching right now. Like it's it's embarrassing. This is the worst Bears offense I think I've ever witnessed. It's up there. <laughs> Fortunately, Bears too. offenses are typically pretty bad. So, yeah. <clears throat> like I, 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 you know what sucks, dude. They scored that touchdown. I slammed my t- coffee table as hard as I possibly could. It was like a knee-jerk reaction. And I'm like, or Caleb was like, there's eight minutes left in the game. I was like, our, our offense can't do anything, though. Yeah. Do shit. It doesn't matter if there's 50 minutes left in the game. We can't do anything. Like, I don't trust them to do anything, man. I don't, oh, oh. These, some of these play calls, that third and five, that check down was for the screen fucking pissed me off in the red zone and uh, burn them. Burn them. It's, it's like the, uh, the meme of that dog sitting on the house on fire and saying, this is fine, but it's not fine anymore. <laughs> burn it down, leave it to do a cool walk away, slow motion walk away while it explodes and rebuild or something. Uh, I want Trubisky back. Nagy doesn't have any answers. I'm out. I'm out now. I'm like Nagy doesn't have a single answer. And if he doesn't have any answers, he's the offensive guru. It's like it's your side of the ball here. Like I don't know how you even keep him to the end of the season if he doesn't have any answers right now and he's performing this bad. I think he should have got his pink slip two weeks ago. Beer, I think you were saying like last week or a couple weeks ago, this is no better than John Fox offense. Like we, we, we should have just stuck with John Fox at this point, which is like looking more and more true every week. Like there's nothing hey, special man. about this. The John Fox offense would have, I mean, we had an identity. I mean, we ran <laughs> the ball twice and then through but like it was power run that the team was built around Jordan Howard. And that's what we lived and died. By. But we didn't really have a QB in our, our offense was pretty bad. We didn't have receivers either. So, like, who knows at this point? All I know is we're averaging the same amount of points. But let me ask you this. We have receivers. We don't have anyone to get them the fucking ball. So what does it matter? Exactly. Right. So I say it we take for matter. Trevor. We can't even <laughs> take, take for Trevor because you've got, you got the Jets. Tank for Justin Fields. Actually, I have said it a bunch. I, I love Justin Fields. I really <clears> like Justin Fields. Um, all right, let's get off the bears before I have an aneurysm. Uh, the last thing before we go into locks of the week, uh, the NBA draft is tomorrow night. Fourth pick fourth overall pick still can't get that one and two spot. I do think it's because we allegedly cheated and got Derek Rose, even though we had a less than a percentage point, whatever it happens. (laughs) Um, 
we can't get like the top two spot anymore, but that's okay. We have number four. It's a pretty good draft. Uh, there's two projected players that the Bears should be taking, which is Obi Toppin and I don't even know how to say the international guy's name. But I wanted to ask you guys if you have any knowledge about it. If not, no big deal. But who who would you like to see us take? And don't say like Lamelo Ball because he's not going to be there. I have absolutely no. <laughs> Me neither. Uh, I watched very little college basketball last year, and then the tournament got canceled. So I was like, can't see those really good players. So I believe Anthony Edwards is the best player in the draft. Uh, he is. Dude, just watch some of his highlights. It is, like, super fun to watch. Obi Toppin, it seems like a pick the uh, the Bulls will do, but I I don't know how he's going to play at the NBA level, but it is fun to say, you know, stopping Obi Toppin. So that's pretty fun. Ooh. And then the international player, that couldn't even be more of, like, a Bulls pick because we love that stuff. What's, um, um I, I don't even know, dude. what's the... Uh the status on the NBA season this year? Like, when's it going to start? Like, obviously, if they're December just doing the... 22nd. Oh, wow. So they've only got a month to train these rookies before they start them up and everything. That's that's pretty wild. And then they're going to do still a full-length season, like, in a bubble with fans? What's the what's the plan? They, they're still locking that down, but we'll see. It's, like, day-to-day. I, I wouldn't... I personally think it's going to be pushed back. But I don't know. I, th- I I don't think it'll start in December 22nd. I think that's more of like, a, you know, get some hype, get some hype. We've got the draft coming up. We've got to get people talking. But yeah, I, I'm not I'm not sure. It, it could. It could not. What are, what are you on? What do they have us going? ESPN has Anthony Edwards from Georgia. The Athletic has Tyrese Halliburton from Iowa State. <clears throat> CBS Sports is Obi Toppin from Dayton. NBC Sports, Killian Hayes. From um, Germany. Um, Deutschland. Germany. Oh. Deutschland. <laughs> the ringer has yeah. Denny Avdija Maccabi Tel Aviv from Israel. Yeah, they think they a lot of people think him. I I would love Anthony Edwards. I just don't see him slipping to four. I don't see no. how. He's too good. He's nuts, dude. He's like a James Harden, but bigger. And he plays defense. That's crazy. Uh, we'll just have to see. Either way, I mean, we have the fourth pick, so it'll be nice to like watch the draft, get a pick in the first like 20 minutes, and then be done with it. And it's probably going to be a good player. I mean, the top four are usually pretty pretty good, right? Like, once yeah. you get out of the top five, then it's like a... It really drops down in talent. Like, yeah. The NBA. Uh, all right, let's head over to locks of the week. So, as I mentioned, Nick is still perfect. 10 and 0. It is insane. I can't believe it. Um, loved the pick last week. The Dolphins weren't really in any trouble. Nope. So, let's start off with you again. Oh, wait, wait. Let's give the uh, yeah, updated uh, rankings. Yeah. rankings. Uh, 10 and 0 for me. Joe dropped to 5 and 5 last week. Uh, Johnny had a push last week, so four, five, and one, and beer. Yeah. No, no, you didn't. Yeah, it, the line was two and a half. Uh, I I had written down minus two. Oh, I bet it that night it was two and a half. All right, uh, Johnny told me minus two, so I'm going to go off of that. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll go with a push. I wish so, we had the money. So for it's the a push. push yeah. yeah. Um, and then beer got a got a big win, two seven and one, much needed. Big win. Back in Let's the go WCOM. beer. <laughs> got to get that it's momentum going. It's not over. Going. It's not over. Hi, it. um, right, Nick. What do you got for us this week? All right. Uh, I already took a look at some of the stuff just before we got on and still did my normal routine, but um, beforehand. Uh, I got Cleveland Browns minus three uh, against the Eagles uh, at home. I, I think that's pretty pretty easy. I mean, the Browns didn't look great last week, but the Eagles are trash. Um, but yeah. Chubb's back full speed, too. Yeah, I mean, he, he ran for, what, like 130 yards last week? Granted, it was against the Texans, but still. Too good. So, uh, yeah. Real quick before we move on. So, with Johnny's pick, when, when I bet it that night, it was two and a half. So, after that Hail Mary, I was like, oh, my God, they're going to kick this 
field or the PAT, and they're going to cover the two and a half. Of course, they kneel it, so we lost that bet. But we won the Browns bet because we bet the Texans, and that was only because Chubb on a seventy-yard run stepped out of bounds on the one-yard line. So I, I felt like it was a wash. Yeah, we can't get lucky twice. Um, that was good, uh, Johnny. This week, I have Arizona over Seattle Seahawks. Uh, just money line. Biden. You don't want to take the three and a half? You know what? Let's take the three and a half. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? I, honestly, the Seahawks are total frauds. They're, they're not actually <laughs> good. I think they got away with uh, the first half of uh, the season. All Russell Wilson carrying on his back, but from here on out, I don't think they're going to do anything. I, yeah, I agree with that. The only thing that sucks in the problem with the let Russ cook is they've been playing a lot of games, which means there's a lot of game footage. And because they can only let Russ cook, it's pretty easy to game plan now. Right. Yeah. Now they know the only, <clears throat> the only threat is Russell Wilson. So. Yeah, because their defense is terrible, and if they have any chance of winning, they need Russell Wilson to cook and go off, which he definitely has the capability to do, but you can't expect it every single game. Yeah. Um, Kyle, Kyle Murray, yeah. DeAndre Hopkins, my God. Yeah, that that Hail Mary was awesome. That was incredible. That was so sick. Um, the best part about that, I don't know if you guys saw this, but when Stefan Diggs toward the touchdown before that, he got up and he said, that's why you pay me. That's why you pay me. Dude, you can't jinx yourself any more than start talking shit about the whole league <laughs> for not paying you. And then you get then you get DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins with four people on him, putting up those size 6XL gloves and catching the ball. That's badass. Yeah. I think he should have got up and he goes, that's why you extend me. That's why you extend me. That's what I, that's what I would have liked. He deserves it. Yeah. Well, he got an extension, so that's good for him. Uh, Beer, what do you got? All right. So, obviously, we won last week, and there is still an opportunity right now at 2-7-1 <laughs> to end the season with a winning record. So, yes. that's what we're shooting for at this point at 2-7-1. All right. So, we're going to go with Monday Night Football. We're going with the over L.A. Rams at Tampa Bay, at Tampa Bay Buccaneers over at 48. Give me that. That's going to be that, easy. That's going to be easy money. Oh, man. Only Love 48. It. What the hell? Love it. I thought that would have been in the 50s for sure. Yeah, that's going to be a shootout. Yeah. Or not. I don't know. There's got to be a reason <laughs> that line's so small. Yeah. Uh, People um, are okay. I am going to go with the over in the Bengals game, 46 and a half. Bengals versus the Washington football team. It's going to go like this. Bengals are going to go up like 20 nothing in the first half. They're going to be like, oh, my God, there's no way this over hits. And then in the last, like, seven minutes of the game, Washington will score, like, two touchdowns. They'll be good. They love scoring late in the game. It's awesome. Um, real quick, Nick, I don't know if you knew this. So to actually become a professional gambler for sports, you have to be right 54% of the time. If you lose every pick from here on out, you will still be considered a professional gambler. Wow. Do there I have to apply for a license or something like that? I just put it on my uh, tax return at the end of the year? Yeah. Occupation, How professional that gambler. That you could lose every game. You could not win another game. You could still be a pro. I love it. Uh, so I was trying to think, uh, and we should have started this at the beginning of the season or after I started off hot. Um, I, I want to think of like a week to week thing to do. Cause what I've been doing is I've been betting the game every week, obviously with my own money. And then we've been betting it collectively, but I wish, I really wish I would have like taken my winnings every year, every week and reinvested them into the next week's bet. Cause then I would have a lot of money right now, but I haven't done that. So I need to come up <laughs> with something, need to come up with something to like help make it worthwhile. Cause I, I could have won a lot more money than I have right now, but I mean, nah, don't get greedy. Don't yeah, get greedy. I don't want to get greedy. I'm not, I'm not going to like put all my money on one, one bet, but I feel like I should. Yeah. 
I get that. It's always like, dude, when you're gambling, you win a bet and you're like, dude, if I just bet a million on it, I'd have been so much richer. And you're like, yeah, but we bet 30 on it. Um, all right, let's head over to timeout. To timeout. Where? On the podcast. Oh. So I did this just for the podcast. A uh, documentary about 6ix9ine, Takashi 6ix9ine came out and I watched it. Oh, gosh. Um, it's, I'm not going to lie, it's kind of fascinating. His life story <laughs> is kind of unique. Um, you've, to be fair, though, you've always been fascinated by him. As much as I hate his rap. So this gave me actually a, uh, a better and giving him like a little bit less of his raps because they have him on tape in this thing and he says he goes my raps are shit I can't rap but the music video is going to be fire and it's going to go viral <laughs> and that's like every one of his songs he's a businessman like it's like so if he even admits it where he's like oh, I can't rap the rap shit but I'm going to make a cool music video and get the world talking um, the craziest, like some of the highlights, definitely. Um, he like chose everything strictly just to get fame. Like he got his hair dyed just so he could like be talked about more and stand out more. Um, he's had multiple like real life beats. He really did get involved with the bloods, um, strictly because he thought that that would improve his image. Like he did everything just to like become popular on the internet. It's like you gotta respect the awesome man got face tattoos just to like so he had his rainbow hair and he had his tattoos on his arms and his chest, and he's like, I'm still not getting enough followers, so I'm gonna get a face tattoo so people will be like, Whoa, who's this crazy guy with a face tattoo? Like that's pretty nuts. Cause you're like, once you get a face tattoo. And yes, he has Jigsaw and 69 on his face tattoo. But like, let's be honest, if you get a face tattoo, you're not having a normal career. He's like the epitome of the phrase, get rich or die trying. Yeah. <laughs> so that's crazy. It actually wasn't a terrible documentary. Um, to do with like how he got caught, which is pretty crazy. The FBI had an informant in the gang. It was pretty cool. But it gave me a better understanding of him. I do feel bad. So it's crazy. They talked to a bunch of the people that he's been with. Like he, they talked to his like first ever engineer and uh, like the first people that like shot his music video. And they said that like when the cameras weren't on, he like barely talked. He was a super shy person, like, like a, like a little kid. And then he would just like go nuts just when he's on. And everyone said like, when the camera's on, he's Takashi. When the cameras are off, he's just Dan. So like, you gotta admit like that's some. I would not get face tattoos just to become famous. But whatever, he's got a ten million dollar record deal. So. Is he still? What's his? He's out of prison now because he. He got out of prison in August due to the COVID things because he has asthma. And he pleaded with the judge to finish his sentence out in house arrest because he has asthma. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, all right. The next one I got is Pepsi is coming out with an apple pie flavored Pepsi. Oh. It's got to be pretty good, right? That sounds horrible. Oh, really? Okay. Do you guys think that sounds good? I, I don't think it's. A, I don't like Pepsi. I'm a Coke guy, but. I'll try it. I don't know what, how the cola mixes into that. Well, you got to think it's like cherry Coke, but like apple pie Coke. But probably a little cinnamony. I see where the, maybe the apple could work, but the pie part. <clears throat> I can't wrap my head around it. Little bits of pie crust in there. Mm. That would be so disgusting. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> oh. That would be gross. That's what you want when you want to wash down your food. Some chunky Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be going back exactly. to like the Priscilla cake shape. The texture is just so weird. <laughs> the, I think it's crazy. Like, 
like you mentioned, Joe, like they've got like cherry Coke or like vanilla Coke, like very like simple, like, Hey, it's your regular flavor, but with a dash of like something that you, we think you'll enjoy. This is like, Hey, here's Pepsi, which we already know you don't enjoy. And yeah. we're going to add something ridiculous as apple pie. It's too big of a swing. See, yeah, the they're celebrating part- those amateur bakers that don't know how to bake during the holiday season. <laughs> so this is their big solution right here. My thing is, all the other like holiday flavors kind of make sense to me. Like Canada Dry does a cranberry, Sprite does a cranberry. Um, they're like a bunch of cranberry ones. They do. They never do like foods. They do like the flavor of that. So they'll do like a pumpkin spice. Or, you know, a Christmas blend. They don't do like Monogoth flavored thing, but that's like a very Italian Christmas. So that's probably not going to happen either way. But you wouldn't do like a full side, like a sweet potato Fanta. Yeah, that's too much. And like, it's great that they want to bring pie flavors, but like, you can buy a pie at the store <laughs> for yeah, like five true. bucks you yeah this is their whole like, story <laughs> is, oh you're gonna ridiculous. burn a pie so just buy a liter of uh, apple pie pepsi win the easiest pie you never had oh to bake it's yeah, decent <laughs> you're going to uh, burn a pie so just buy this <laughs> pepsi <laughs> my favorite thing ridiculous is it says limited limited time like when would this flavor be a year-round flavor? If it like, does well. Like, oh, yeah, so you, you, know, can't, you can't even buy it. They're just giving it away. Yeah, because no one's going to buy it. They can't, they can't lose all their money on this shit. they got to be like, I'm right, going to give it away. Just giving it. <laughs> um, all right, the last one. We're going to stay on the topic of the holiday before we get into the rank. What are like gifts ideas? Like what the hell are you guys asking for this year? So I got my birthday coming up next week. I'm sure you guys didn't know that, but it is. Um, <laughs> it's on my calendar, Joe. What are you talking about? There's no way. It's, what's my birthday? Uh, it's next week. <laughs> what day? <laughs> uh, I actually uh, do know this. It is the, what day is today? Today is the 17th. 17th. Oh, the 24th, obviously. Did you look on my Facebook? No, it's on my calendar. Uh, I don't believe that. He nailed, sure. he nailed it. Yeah, it's the 24th next wow. Tuesday. Wow. Um, well, you know we were roommates before. Happy <laughs> birthday. I don't know yours. No, you bastard. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll so be honest, like, I guess. <laughs> what are you guys asking for for Christmas? What are you guys asking? I'm thinking of like gift ideas to get like my brothers and other people too, so... Any gift ideas that you're asking for, you're getting for other people. I'm all ears. A vaccine. <laughs> yes. Damn, that's going to be hard. <laughs> Tough one. Dear Papa Fauci, please give me a thanks <laughs> vaccine in my stocking this year. Wow. I mean, it's, like, it's like the most first world problem I have where it's like, I don't know what to ask for for gift. Because usually yeah. if I like some, I'll just buy it. You should get really into smoking meats and then ask for a smoker. That's what I'm asking for. Better smoker. Here, I live in a small two-bedroom apartment in Chicago. You have a balcony? I have a a walkway, if you want to call it that. It looks like like a plank from pirate ships. Should do. Just needs to be outdoors. No one's got any gift ideas they can give me. Um, Like, so you're asking us what you might want to ask for? No, what are, what are you guys asking for? What are you getting people? Oh, yeah. I I've, I got I got myself a birthday gift. Well, see, I mean, gifts are usually very tailored, Joe. So I guess it's very general. <laughs> I guess, uh, like what PS fives, if those are available. Um, yeah. I mean, what else? Do I got like Jenny's sweater. It's mm, a classic. Say. Um, <laughs> and then um, a blanket. I got a blanket that's a tortilla blanket, so it looks like a tortilla. So then she wraps it; she looks like a burrito. That's good. That's good. That's fantastic. So I got I got these I got these for my birthday. Those are nice, man. I got them I got them for myself because who knows me better? 
God, they smell good. Beautiful. Got that. I do like them. And oh, quick update before we go into locks, then, because no one else has got anything. Um, got my money back from that guy that tried to scam me. All right. Oh, yeah. PayPal charged his credit card. Yeah. Fuck and him. locked his account. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. And froze all his money in his account. So I'll fuck him. That's great. I got. Did all he my try to reach out to you? And he lost money. Yeah, he did. He's like, "What the fuck, man? Yeah, you can go fuck yourself." <laughs> Gave me peanut butter. Have I, you have I'm you eaten cheap. any of the peanut butter? No, peanut butter is still in the thing. I haven't taken it out. All right. Um, all right, let's head over to locks of the week. So last week we did most overrated foods. This week is most underrated foods. Um, we are gonna have Johnny go first. All right, cool. <clears throat> all right, number four, Jardinera. Fuck you. I think it's extremely <laughs> underrated. Yes. Wow. It brilliant. is so underrated. Not even like oh my... oh, oh oh shit. <laughs> overrated again. <laughs> <laughs> Joe goes fuck you. Okay. I was gonna be like Joe goes fuck you. I agree. No, we did overrated <laughs> last week, Joe. This week we're doing yeah. underrated. <laughs> so I so you so you agree with me very 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 much, right? You you agree with me. You like underrated Jordan. my group of family and friends, but yes, right. people are sleeping on it. Damn right. For real. I agree. I mean, it's hard to spell. I honestly could not spell it. <laughs> Jardineria. Anywho, it goes <laughs> on everything. It's fantastic. Cook with it, too. It's really good when you cook it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. God, it's so good. Did you find a place out in, uh, out in Minnesota that sells Jardineria? Or are you still... There, uh, there's ordering? a Philly cheesesteak place that has it. I know that they have it because they sell it on the side, like, like for five bucks a jar of Jardinera. You could, uh, you could also get it shipped from Chicago. Yeah, that's what I already do. I do it from the JP Graziano's. I get it. Okay, yeah. Ooh, nice. I was gonna say you can get it. You can get it shipped. That's the good stuff. All right, number three, <clears throat> and th- there's a very specific reason for this one. It's uh, just hard-boiled eggs. But the reason I think they're underrated is because most people don't know how to make a good hard-boiled egg. Like to where you could actually peel it and it's consistent throughout every single time. Do you guys know how to make a good hard boiled egg? I don't think I, I don't do. know. I like make. to I like to think I do, but tell me your one. <laughs> yeah. No one no one fucking does, I guess. Yeah. Someone says leave it on for ten minutes and then throw it in a in a bath of ice water and shit like that. None of that works. <clears throat> but what does work is you put uh you just poke a little hole like a a thumbtack size hole at the bottom of the egg and throw it in boiling water for nine minutes. And it is perfect peel every time, no matter what, every time. Try it. Wait, you, you prick it with a thumbtack and it doesn't, it doesn't, spill it doesn't out? spill out. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just obviously make sure it's upright before you actually throw it into the, uh, boiling water or while it's boiling, you already have all the eggs. You got their holes in it. Throw it in there and it's perfect every time. Nine, Nine minutes. minutes. Wow. Dude, I've heard the ice bath thing. Who the fuck's Doesn't got work. an ice bath? Like, I mean, <laughs> who's got time for that? No one. But that works every time. Okay. Uh, you guys try. I love hard boiled eggs. Number two, seaweed salad. Okay. How do you guys feel yeah. about that? I'm not a seaweed salad People guy. sleeping on it. Oh, that's delicious. <laughs> I've actually, like I've had trouble choosing a sushi place, and whoever has seaweed salad, that's what I'm going with because it's so delicious. Is there a best seaweed salad that you've had? Uh, there's not. It's just consistently, every time it's just been good, and I think that's why I like it so much. It's never disappointed me. And number one, Costco rotisserie chicken. Mm. Yes. You think or- people don't already love that? I don't think people are talking about it. Four ninety nine? Are you kidding me? Okay, okay. There's wait. two in my fridge right now. The fact that you said people aren't talking about it enough, I agree because that's one of mine. Oh, so yes, perfect. I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, that's my number one right there. Four ninety nine, um, you guys. Also, just yeah. Costco food in general is delicious. Yes. Oh, dude, you can't go wrong. Uh, I got a full pizza from there for eight dollars the other day. I ate it for four days. <laughs> How could you beat that? Pizza. It might have given me food poisoning because I didn't feel well for a couple of days, but I kept eating it. Um, 
right, I'll do my rank next. So number four is going to be Brussels sprouts. I like Brussels sprouts. I think that's like one of the things that everyone hates as a kid, but you kind of like them. I think you should love them. Put them on everything. I've been putting them in salads. I crisp them up, put on the side of a steak or chicken breast. Get yourself some good Brussels sprouts. I think, mm. I think it's because our parents never cooked them properly. Like whenever my parents made Brussels sprouts, they always just did them boiled or in a steamer. And that's the absolute worst way to eat them. Like you got to chop them up and throw them in an air fryer or throw them with some oil in the oven or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do a Parmesan and balsamic crusted crispy Brussels sprout. And Oof. So good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Number three, twice baked potato. Ooh. I think though it should be on every menu. I think it is the best way to eat a potato. And I don't feel like enough people are talking about it. Because <laughs> it takes a lot of work. I, I get it, but I want that on every menu. Everything like a garlic mash. Yeah, sure. No. Twice bake. Give it out. Like melty cheese, the hard sh- Oh my God, it's so good. Get that. Twice bake. Uh, number two is going to be, oh, what the hell is my number two? Give me a second. My number two is going to be McDonald's breakfast sausage burrito. That's the best Oof. thing on their menu. Um, it's, it's by far the best. <laughs> I love it. Not enough people get it, and you should get it. Uh, and then number one, I've said it a lot. I think it's the most underrated food of all time. Soft pretzel. Soft pretzels. Everyone <laughs> likes them. That's another place where it's not on every menu, but usually it comes with like a mustard and a beer cheese sauce. And you know it's going to be good. So good. It's warm. Ooh, Auntie Anne's. Come on. I've never had Wetzel's pretzels, but I'm sure it's not bad. Yeah, pretzels are good. It's good. Um, I Nick or beer, you guys can roast shampoo for who gets it or just take it. Go ahead, beer. Uh, I'll go. Um, all right. Number four. Number four, we're going to start with cantaloupe, the fruit. I feel like I love that. I don't know. people. A lot of people don't like cantaloupe, like melon, your general melon. I love it. I'm a big cantaloupe guy. I was like growing up. I was all over it. So a lot of people are like, eh, it's kind of bland. I'm okay with it. Pretty juicy in my eyes. It's awesome. Um, number three, we go with the your standard French dips. You know, you ever had one of the French dip Ooh, sandwiches? Yeah. They give you the au jus mm. and everything. I feel like not enough people are talking about it. I feel like that is one of those things where every menu needs a French dip. And not enough people talk about it because it honestly is that is that good as well. Um, now I don't know if it's as good as twice baked potatoes, and I haven't really thought about that as enough enough but uh the french dips are, are really freaking good um but number two we're starting to get up there your standard bread and butter that shit is just so good when it hits right you get a good roll get some good butter that's it that's all yeah. you need by the time the entree comes out <laughs> you're full you're, i mean you're... honestly though like i'll have that as a snack i mean that's that's good and then number one sorry go i if you if you don't go to like an Italian restaurant or like a French place, that's like some good bread with some like oil and cheese and butter. If you don't fiddle up on that before your entree comes out, then you didn't do it right. It's all about being so full where you get your plate of like meat or pasta and you're just like, how the fuck am I going to eat this? It's like my dad always said, like, don't fill up on the, the cheap stuff when you're at a restaurant. But inevitably, the cheap stuff tastes good. So, yeah. <laughs> and then um, number one most underrated dish is probably pulled pork after this weekend. Oh, I mean, uh, <laughs> so, that's great. Um, last week was the most overrated. Now it's the most underrated because <laughs> that pulled pork brisket or not brisket, the pulled pork shoulder, Boston butt shoulder that I made was absolutely incredible. It was so good. I pulled it apart. The bone fell right out. Um, I was actually going to ask you guys what you think I should make this weekend because I haven't thought of it yet. And I'm going to go to the store tomorrow or the day after thoughts, ribs, Ooh, rib, rib tips, rib tips. Rib tips, Ooh. Mm. Rib tips are right. like a burnt ends. Maybe I'm just thinking of stuff that you didn't already, or you haven't already told us you made. Yeah. 
for intense. I'm writing them down right now. I get to attempt those. See how that goes. Keep sending pictures. I love yeah. that pulled pork was most overrated. And now it's most <laughs> underrated. <laughs> Bad script. Okay. Um, hi, Nick. All right. Number four. This is going to sound a little weird, but I th- ribs. I think ribs are honestly kind of underrated. I think everybody enjoys ribs, and when everybody has good ribs, they're like, oh, yeah, these are really good. But you don't hear people saying, these are my favorite foods, or we got to go to Twin Anchors to get some ribs or anything like that. And they should be. Ribs are delicious. Ribs are some of the best food out there. And when they're cooked right, I, they're as good as any other barbecue. They're as good as any steak, in my opinion. Underrated. Well, is it ribs in general, or do you have a specific rib, like a baby back St. Louis? or? Uh, I think, what do they do at Twin Anchors? I think they do um, baby back ribs at, at Twin Anchors. I've never had them there, but I've wanted to, and everyone just says that they're phenomenal. So yeah, exactly. Like that's per, per, prime example. Like it's a Chicago <laughs> institution. You need to get it as soon as possible. They do carry out. Do you like so. them? Do you like them wet or dry? Uh, a little, a little wet, not too wet, just a little wet. A little wet. Yeah. Uh, number three, butternut squash. I think butternut squash Ooh. and squash in general has been slept on for a while. It is phenomenal. <laughs> Uh, roasted. It's good in soup. Um, if you ever had a butternut squash like bisque or something like that, it's nice and creamy. Tastes pretty good. It's got that bright orange look to it. Uh, you can take the seeds out and toast the seeds and everything like that. And you can get one for like a dollar fifty or something. Very filling. Good with like eggs or like breakfast casserole. Big fan. Number two, mushrooms. Uh, mushrooms can go on anything. You got truffle oil. You got Fried mushrooms on burgers. Anything. I mean, you can substitute them for meat in some instances. Like you could do like a fried mushroom burger and or a grilled mushroom burger, and it still is pretty damn good. You like stuffed mushrooms? Stuffed mushrooms are delicious. Yes. Yeah. We just made those a couple weeks ago. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Those are very very good. Yeah, and it's like a vegetable that I feel like if you don't, if you're not vegetarian, you're not as focused on it as you should be. You hate them, right? I am not a mushroom fan. Really? So. See, I was going to um, say, I know a lot of people that hate them, and I, I don't really get why. Is it the texture? I, it's, for me, it's a specific taste. Like, it's I will taste. know yeah. that, like, they'll have a mushroom sauce where it'll be, like, little pits of mushrooms, and I'll know there's mushrooms in it, and I won't eat it. Hmm. Like, it, I, it's to the point where I, if I'll make a decision on an entree if there's mushrooms involved at all. With it. Damn. Wow. I like mushrooms. I, I want to like mushrooms. He does. Trust me. Yeah. Like, I like pizza. Food, but no. Yeah, you wish you did. You just can't. Yeah. Uh, and then number one, pierogies or dumplings, pot stickers of any kind. They're, they come in all varieties from like every single, um, you know, cuisine across the world. Uh, I go for pierogies because I'm polish but i i think they're criminally underrated you can fill them with just about anything with cheese <laughs> with potatoes sauerkraut or any sort of vegetable uh meat and they're delicious and i mean like i said they're they're all over the world and nobody's talking about them i feel Let's like go. it's because there's not a lot of places that you can easily i guess get them right yeah, like, I, I, like where is a good pierogi place in chicago pierogi. like i don't know oh, we, but i'm down you- if you go to some like, Polish restaurants, they got some damn good pierogies. Yeah, there's one Polish I, I restaurant. I get what you mean. Yeah, in like you the know? the Polish Triangle, um, yeah. like Ashland and Division. Um, but yeah, other than that, I can't think of anything. So that's absolutely right. We need more pierogi places. We do. Uh, have you ever had a soup dumpling? Yes. So I've never had one. Really want to try them. Are they good? They're they're unbelievably good. I I have only had them one time in um, in Chinatown in New York City last year, and it was phenomenal. Um, I really want to try. Literally it. filled with soup, and the soup is phenomenal. And then you get to eat a a regular dumpling after that. So I'm yeah highly recommend. I love I, yeah. I'm a big dumpling guy. I've also had something called a bao b a o. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Korean. Like it's thing, like a right? dumpling with like barbecue pork inside, and dude, they're they're good. Yeah. Wow. 
Those yeah, that, that's what it is. I don't know if you would actually call those a dumplings. That might be like a bun. So I take that back. Yeah. But yeah, that, I think that's what I'm talking about. Like those. Yeah. That qualifies. Like soup dumplings. Yeah. It's a filling surrounded by like some sort of same concept, flowery, yeah, pastry. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, yeah, good. I can't wait to get the text about this. The uh, the uh, overrated foods are pretty good. Um, all right, uh, last thing we got my uncle. He is making a pick this week for his lock. Um, he has the Ravens minus seven. I don't know who they're playing. I'm sorry, UB. Um, but he's got the Ravens. Lock it up. Take the pick. Who, who are they playing? Tennessee. It's Tennessee. Tight. Okay, lock it up. <laughs> lock it up. He hasn't mm-hmm. been wrong. He he hasn't been wrong yet. How can you bet against him? Um, so thank you guys very much for listening. Stay safe. Have a good holiday. We will see you next week. We'll probably be recording this on my birthday, and we will uh, we'll cheers or something to it. So stay safe, and we'll see you guys next week. Thank you. Mobbing in my crocs, couple bottles of Ciroc Your bitch want my cock, so we style like a dump Who? Bend your bitch over, been zero days sober In my swisher, got that 